Welcome to the Kidmen Huddle, part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network. Gather round, Kidmen leaders, and be encouraged and equipped as you build the kingdom. Now here's your host, Amber Pike. Welcome back to episode 25 of the Kidmen Huddle. So I am not just over the kids at my church. I'm over the babies and the teens as well. And we're a smaller church. Nursery sometimes a struggle. How many of you all are over your nurseries as well? Now, thankfully, at this church, I do not have to make sure the nursery is staffed with volunteers. I did that at my last church. It's not in my skill set. It's not my giftedness. Quite frankly, I hate trying to find volunteers for the nursery. So I was very adamant when I took on this larger role that we have a paid nursery staff that it's that person's job to find the volunteers. But when I started looking at our nursery, I wanted it more than just babysitting because some kids you're getting them for two hours on a Sunday and they're at that important developmental stage where they're just soaking things up. They're so capable of, of growth and understanding at a smaller level. Um, now another unique thing about us is we're small. That's not really unique, but we're a small church And so our nursery would have babies all the way up through four. That's a big age gap. And we just don't have the numbers to separate even more. We don't have enough children or volunteers to be able to have a preschool class or like a preschool children's church and then have babies and toddlers in a nursery together. So they're just all together. And that makes it tough on your volunteers when it comes to teaching a lesson, to teaching them about God. Now, you can keep them entertained, give them toys and snacks, no big deal. But if you're wanting to have lesson time, what a two-year-old is capable of is much different than what a four-year-old is capable of. So I started looking around. Now, this is not the first time I've looked for nursery curriculum. But again, it's coming up short. There was just nothing that I loved Nothing that worked for our situation. Um, I'm also really weird about fabric things for babies. Not just for babies, just shared fabric things in general. And some of the curriculum on the market involves like shared fabric-y toys. And you know what nursery babies do? They put those toys in their mouth and then someone else touches them. And it's just a gross factor for me. Uh, So I definitely didn't want any curriculum that involves a shared fabric toy that's going to go in their mouths and spread germs. A lot of things were just too intense for the volunteers. So I did what I always do. I created my own. I saw a post on the I Love Kidmen Facebook group this week, and I just wanted to come and real quick talk about what I'm doing for the nursery, how we're teaching our littlest ones about God. So I started with some boxes. Um, I don't know the size of these because math is not my strong suit, but I'm going to describe them to you. You know, the shoe boxes, the plastic shoe boxes, and they have the double shoe boxes. Well, this is like a double, double shoe box. I'm sure there's an actual size designation. I just don't know it, but it's the big boxes. Um, it's about eight and a half, nine inches tall and probably about 12 inches long. So it's the 
next size up from a double shoebox. And each month, the nursery curriculum fits in that box. We now, thanks to our nursery workers hubby, have a lovely shelf that has all of these. It fits perfectly in a little cube shelf. But I wanted it simple on our workers. We have the main paid worker is usually there during Sunday school, but then we have different workers in there for children's church kind of rotates per month. This is all pre COVID. Also, we're getting back into the swing of things now, but I wanted the nursery workers to have things at their fingertips that they could teach the babies about. So here's how I set up the boxes each month. There's a theme and repetition being so key for kids, especially little ones. The same theme goes all month, and it can be used during Sunday school and children's church. We have usually the same person in there for Sunday school, but different people for children's church. And they know how the boxes are set up. But each month, there's a theme. So January is that God made everything. February, creation. March, Noah. April, Jesus on the cross. May is David. June, Moses. July, Joseph. August is Jonah. Or sorry, Daniel. September is Jonah, October is the Bible, November is giving thanks, and December is Jesus' birth. And my overall goals for the babies is to learn that God made everything, God loves us, the Bible tells us about God, and we can learn about God. I picked just a couple of key goals, things that two, three, four-year-olds need to learn and are capable of learning. And then I picked Bible lessons that go along with it. Also, you know, they're kind of the the big ones, the fun ones. Some were month-wise, you know, November, you got to talk about giving thanks. But then I set up the boxes. And inside the box, there's a variety of things. There's a master sheet of what is inside the box. There's also the instructions for how to use the box. There's coloring pages. There's dauber pages. Do you all know what I'm talking about with daubers? Think like bingo hall. They make daubers, except I get mine at Dollar Tree because they're way cheaper. And the coloring pictures have circles and the kids use daubers to color in the picture and the circles. And they're super fun. But we've got dauber pages and there's a couple of worksheet style pages usually because those threes and fours, they're learning to trace and make lines. So some tracing kind of worksheets. There's a variety of Um, Bible storybooks based on that lesson. Now we have kids' Bibles in the classroom, but there's a lot of great resources for your little ones that are just a specific story. If you have a store like Half Price Books, like a discount bookstore, or an Ollie's, I love Ollie's, it's an overstock store. I have found, gosh, probably 75 to 80% of the nursery books from Ollie's for a really good price. The Beginner's Bible makes a lot of individual story books. So there's there's the Bible story books in there. There's also different crafts. I would write up the instructions and put a picture in there. There would be different games and activities. Um, If there was, you know, like Noah's Ark, there'd be a, a peg puzzle included in there. For Moses, I found at Oriental this cute little baby. And so the baby was in there. For Jonah, there's a stuffed whale. 
that they can use to illustrate the story. I know I said the whole thing about fabric, but this doesn't get passed around for them to put in their mouth. So hopefully it works. Um, I know for Noah, I use animal Easter eggs and they can do a ton of things with animal shaped Easter eggs. They can sort them cause there's two by two. Uh, we also found from Oriental a table cover that makes it into a boat so the kids can crawl into the boat like they're one of the animals. Just a variety of different things that kids can do to learn about the story, to learn about God, but it's also a variety of different things that the leaders can easily do. There is very little prep work involved, if any. Now, I tell my nursery workers, if you've got something you want to you pull from for this, awesome. But here's some stuff if you don't want to prepare. Because let's face it, they're not preparing a lesson to come to the nursery. They want to come and snuggle on babies. And you're also going to have the time where everyone's crying and wants their mommy and a snack and a nap and no one's listening. So there's easy things that they can just pull out and read a Bible story or sing a song. There's a lot of songs and finger plays because learning by song, that's a great way to cement things into your memory. So that's how we do our boxes. I email the pack out. Honestly, I've not done a good job about this since COVID's started. But before COVID, I emailed everything out. The box is there on Sunday. The instruction sheet, everything is divided into sections. So each section, like the section of songs, the section of crafts, the section of games and activities, it's all in a plastic folder. And so they can go through and pull out things from the plastic folder. They can pull out coloring pages. Um, the masters are marked if they need to go to the church office and make more copies. We keep the room stocked with your basic craft supplies. So there's daubers, there's construction paper and scissors and glue and markers and crayons. All of that's already in the classroom. Um, there's also the toys because they're babies. They're not going to sit and learn for an hour. They're going to just, you know, play with the toy kitchen and play with blocks and cars and toy animals. They're going to do all of that, but we've provided an easy way for workers to teach kids about Jesus, to take advantage of this time that we have with babies, to where we are not wasting our time with our infants, our toddlers, and our preschoolers. So if you have any questions about how we set this up, I'm happy to help you. Most of this stuff is stuff that I found on the internet. Pinterest. It's my place. But I would just go to Pinterest and look up preschool crafts for David, you know, finger plays for Moses. I know there are resources out there. I believe it's from group that there's a book of finger plays. And I went through and I photocopy the ones I want and laminate them and I stick them in the, ba- the boxes. That's another thing. I have an obsession with my laminator. But being that these will be used you know, two times a week for a month. And then we just keep repeating these. I'm not adding new things. These are the key areas each year that will be repeated. So given the heavy use of these things, I laminated as much as possible. I laminated the instructions, the, uh, the main pages, all of that's laminated to where we have it. I have a digital file on my computer as well. I can add to at any point but that way we keep the existing ones in good condition. But this is how we set it up. It seems to be working. My nursery volunteers like the ease of it, and they like that it's just right there for them to teach the babies. Because 
though they want to just get some baby snuggles, they realize the opportunity we have. Little kids, your twos, your threes, your fours, they're small. They're not going to be talking about, well, is it pre-trip, mid-trip, post-trip? They're not ready for that, but they are most definitely capable of understanding that God loves them, that the Bible is God's special book, and he left it for us. They can understand that God made the world and that God has stories in the Bible, true stories to teach us that tell us about him. And we want to honor that responsibility we have from teaching the smallest children how much God loves him by being intentional with our nursery time. So I hope this encourages you, Kidman leaders. Don't waste that hour or those two hours that you get on a Sunday or a Wednesday. Be intentional in teaching your little ones about how much God loves them and about his word. And remember, Kidman leaders, what you do matters.